0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport. Kia, the Kia Sorrento, Drive Car of the Year. Yeah, good day. Welcome to the show. hats here with you.
3: As always, Scotty Sattler, how are you going, mate? Just uh, well, very, very soon we're expecting to hear about the uh, the twenty thirty two Olympic Games. Yeah. And we're or well, Southeast Queensland We're short price favourites.
4: Short price
3: favourites. Good chance. Win. I don't want to get overconfident, but a good <laughs> chance to We're a better get...
4: chance than when we got announced in nineteen ninety three for Sydney. Are we? A better chance.
3: Right. And we got that. Yep. So why are we a better chance?
4: We're up against Greenland. Does and, and I don't think they can host it. I don't think they've got the facilities. We're yeah. up against
2: nobody. Yeah. Wrong.
3: Yeah, well, that's it. At all. Um, oh, well,
2: the
4: ace in the pack,
3: Woogie, is that Anastasia has gone over to make sure that they uh, they understand just how good Queensland is. Look them in the start. eye. Yep. She's over there to look them in the and eye. And say, your games are safe mm. with <laughs> us. Hey, uh, uh, talking about Olympics, uh, one of the all-time great Olympic uh, characters, coaches, the godfather of swimming, you might want to call him. That's what Woogie's got here. I think that uh, suits him down to a T. tee. Laurie Lawrence hes going to join us really soon. One of the most passionate, if
4: not the most passionate Australians we've ever come across. Yeah. Um, There's been, what, it's been
3: eight Olympics, something like that? I don't know if that's Yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of Olympics and uh, coached on many of them. And was the was he the chef de mission? He or was. The, or well, the players liaison, the, the athletes liaison, or something, um, recently as well. So who can ever forget those scenes when
4: Duncan Armstrong won his gold medal, the two hundred gold medal, and he went, he said, "Release the animal." He had Steve Quatermain, the reporter, around his neck in the stand. <laughs> they couldn't, and then he was when he was doing the gold medal presentation. You see Duncan Armstrong look out and look up, and people think he's looking at the flag, but he's actually looking at Laurie. Had snuck in behind the the backboard of where the where the medal presentation was where the dice was and was going oi i think i know you <laughs> and duncan's looking up as just say go away he's you idiot mad, <laughs> him, man.
3: Uh, yeah you know he's a um, you know he's a he was a, a rugby union player as well. a wallaby played for the wallabies played for australia yeah. um, he's going to join us uh, pretty soon also um, our gws giants update will include isaac Cumming. One of their stars. Oh, here's a good young
4: kid. He's only 22 years of age. Yeah. He got drafted as a, just turned 18 to the
3: GWS. Country and, lad. Country yeah. New South Wales. Broken Hill. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so he'll, uh, he'll join us as well. Um, Wasn't he on the, you spoke to him earlier, right? He
2: yeah. was on the golf course. Yes.
4: Mm. Mm. We could only,
2: the only time we had
4: was when he was on the
3: golf course. That's all that. they do. They train and play golf and eat in the bubble. They must be struggling in the bubble. Mm. It would be hard for some and twenty-two-year-old so for others
4: no, on the no, Gold Coast. No yeah, but they can't go
3: out. You say Gold Coast? That wouldn't. They might as well be in Broken Hill because you can't do anything. What's wrong with Broken Hill? What's wrong, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with Hill? It's not the Gold Coast? What? Oh.
2: My two favourite things: Broken Hill, being and no being locked oh. in a hotel room with Netflix, two buffets, three golf. That's three things. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> he's not real good at this. Maths, you're oh. good at you're good at what your favourite things are. Not so much maths, a Hey, our hot topic, your favourite Olympic moment. Uh, we're going to toss a few up for you and you can tell us along the way and we'll be talking about that. We've talked about that stuff before hey, can because I throw one Olympics, I, it's Olympics in a few days' time. Can
4: I throw one up that won't make our list, but it actually didn't happen at the Olympics. It was uh, Craig Stevens. Remember, remember Ian Thorpe? He false started get it, for the 2004 Athens Olympics. Mm. So, which didn't make him eligible for the Olympics in his pet event, the 400, which he won the gold in four years before. And Craig Stevens was the one that was going to race the 400. But he stood aside for Ian Thorpe to defend. That is amazing. Like that is a great uh, Olympic moment. That is. To allow one of our greatest athletes of all time to defend his crown. So he didn't go. Craig Stevens ended up going. Right. And um, he swam one of the relays. But in saying that, he stood aside for yeah for thought. Amazing, yeah, amazing. All righty, uh, oh time for this.
0: Sports day, sports update.
4: Now one of our favourites, badge. One of your favourites as well, because you've played with him. Happy birthday to Fatty Vaughton. Ah, turned sixty-two today. The fat man. Yeah, sixty-two. Sixty-two.
3: Well, wow. there you go. There's a
4: lot of those players around that age. There was Wally. Was a Gene No, Mal? They're yeah. all the same sort of age, are 60.
3: Right? they? they're They're, I think they're a year younger. Yep. At 61 this year, Wally and Mal and Mark Murray and all that crew. But, you know, along with Fatty and Choppy Close and what a, what an outstanding band of... He listens to talent. our show,
4: Fatty. So, happy birthday, Fatty. Good Fat on man. you, mate.
3: Champion bloke. Um, the Games is actually unofficially started because softball, Australia had a... Um, a not-so-great start because they, they played the Japanese. The Japanese team, I think, are ranked – this is in the uh, women's softball. Yes. Ranked number two in the world. This is huge, this sport, in Japan, and uh, and they – I think they trounced us.
0: Mercy
4: rule. What's that? What? Well, if you get too many well, – I think they're leading 8-1 one at one stage, and mm. in eight the end mil? there's a, there's a eight rule – 8-1. 8-1, there's a rule that basically says – it's like the mercy rule in rugby league. It's in the junior footies, I think you get over – If you can't 50 win.
3: points, you just say, all right, well – Let's call it. Oh, they should have done that in Origin (laughs) 1.
2: Should have,
3: yeah. Yeah. We led 1-0, boys, by the way. Led 1-0, lost 8-1. Showed a lot of promise we did really early on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In it it till uh, first pitch. Yep. Um, Hey, the head of the organising committee for the Tokyo Games has refused to rule out a last-minute cancellation if uh, coronavirus cases continue to There is to no rise. way
4: in the world the Olympics will be cancelled. Mm.
3: Yeah, I'm very... Well, well, i read 70-odd cases this morning, Sats. So that, that's, there's, like, I know. I, we've got a team nearly 500 strong. Yep. Um, and then there's all the officials that are over there too, and you multiply that by all of the other countries, there's got to be 10,000 or more um, people over there, and they've had 70 cases. Do you know what? what I'm... What I
4: really thought might have happened with the Olympics is that they may have maybe cancelled the contact sports, like your boxing, judo, those ones where players are coming into contact, the rugby union sevens, and the individual sports, whereas there is no kind of swimming and athletics, whatever it may be, they would go ahead. I thought that's what they may have come to a conclusion with this Olympics. Okay,
3: so like have the athletics, but only four runners, they're two lanes apart. No, yeah. well, they
4: don't actually touch each other. Yeah,
3: but they're brilliant. And they've got to run
4: with masks on. Oh, okay. That yeah,
2: means yeah. the relay's out, mate. Or do you have to, before no, they're, you they're, hand they're, the relay, have you got to sanitise it?
3: Yep. Right. You've got to throw it. Mm. You've got to have a pack of you got, got to, to, to throw it. Throw it. <laughs> well, I could do that when we get the game. It could be a boomerang. It could be. In Brisbane. Um, all right, so that is uh, the CEO of the Tokyo Games, Toshiro Muto, admitted they might still be cancelled. But, you know, I think he was saying uh, the question was probably framed around is there are they definitely, definitely happening for sure and for certain? He went, well, I can't rule it out that they won't be, um, be uh, cancelled at the last minute. But we're expecting that will will still happen. Hey, we'll keep you updated. Woogie is very excited and he's got Anastasia Palaszczuk's number. So she's going to ring as soon as the announcement is for the 2032 Olympics. Mm.
2: They're actually voting very shortly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, like, so I don't the, know who's going to get it, whether it's oh, so whether Brisbane so gets vote, three, two, or one. Oh, so the <laughs> vote hasn't happened yet. They haven't no. voted yet. Okay. Is Apparently it,
4: not. Are they doing it like, um, is it a, like a rose ceremony on the back, which starts tonight? The right. would you,
2: would you, it does. Can we
4: finish early so I can get home for sure. the bachelor? Sure. But are they doing a rose what? ceremony? They're doing a rose ceremony for the bid, or is it like survival okay. where each country walks up and goes, opens up and
3: goes, you know, we want Brisbane? Is that how they like do it? Want, you want Brisbane to be kicked out. That's what no, you do voting for I think You vote to get your vote oh, people out.
4: Okay, so I'm so, voting Greenland. Kazakhstan. Out. Out. It's like
3: it's
2: like, uh, it's like it's a knockout. I can see a greasy pole over a swimming pool. Mm. That's what I'm seeing. Is Anastasia, is Anastasia. Anastasia. Is she in a That's one the piece? strip joint you were at last week. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> made, oh no! Excuse me, it wasn't last week. was a family show. Stop. <laughs>
4: it. All right,
3: let's back on some NRL news. Uh, the Knights, it seems, are about to uh, to get the uh, the trifecta. Kalen Ponga. Is believed to be about to commit, recommit. He's got it. He's got. I think he's got a two-year option, but they're saying at least another three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, slip him into a leadership role as well, maybe nope. the captaincy or co-captaincy, and start to transition him into 5'8". The th- third one I'm not so sure about. People think it's a great move. I'm. I think he's an outstanding fullback, and I'm. Really, I'm just doubtful whether. That's the best move for him and having to do 30 tackles a game. That's how you can nullify the best players. Um, but, um, yeah, great if he, if like he lo- commits long. Because they was talking about him going to the All Blacks.
4: It's a bit like the the road Lockie took, didn't it? Mm. Started at 5'8", went to fullback, went back to 5'8", as well. Sort of a bit of...
3: I oh, was a young bloke. He was yeah, a 5'8", I believe. Yeah. yeah, And I think Cainan wouldn't have been playing fullback as a kid. you wouldn't have got the football enough. Um, but is he robust enough to play up in the front line all the time before well, we the you around.
4: We saw in his first origin coming off the bench doing 30-odd tackles playing. Yeah. I think he's playing lock or something, wasn't he? He Just was. like a roving role. So I don't think the workload would um, concern him too much. Oh, yeah, my biggest concern is that sometimes we – and this may be his natural progression uh, in the way that he plays the game. A little bit like Jack White, more of a runner as opposed to a, a passer. But in saying that, are we too quick to – Change players in their positions. Like we see halfbacks and five eighths, and we say, "Okay, let's turn them into a hooker now."
3: Oh, he's a good fullback. Let's turn them into a five eight. I think if it, if it's what your team needs, and you don't like if they don't have an obvious long term five eighth, they have to fix that mm-hmm. somehow. And one great option for them, Adam O'Brien and Co. would see would be putting Kalen there. But I'm just saying, I'm just a little bit hesitant about uh, about that happening. Um, some breaking news. The Gold Coast Titans have entered the race to sign Dale Finucane.
4: Yeah, the Broncos have dropped out.
3: Right. Yep. And the Cowboys have tailed a big deal. Um, doesn't say how long, so I don't know why you'd want is, is it a it's a one point eight million dollar year deal. Certainly won't be that for a year. He wants four
4: years, I'll be Probably I'm three literally. years.
3: Well it wouldn't be would it be four years? That's only four fifty a year. So it's for probably a no. three year deal. Hey? Only. Well, for Dale Finucane, it's only, yeah. It's not enough. Wouldn't yeah. get him. Oh, I agree. Might I be agree. A two, or it might be a three-year three. deal. But originally, yeah. it'd be ori- nice if they tell us. Because originally,
4: he I- was looking for a four-year deal. <laughs> it annoys me. So the well, one, you- the one point eight, you would think would be for, for the money that that he would be asking for at this stage of his life and his career, his age. That would be a three-year deal. But I know that his management was looking for a four-year deal somewhere. Yeah, now, okay. but maybe they've taken that off the, taken that off the table. Now it's three years and maybe
3: an option. It is mm. three
2: years at six hundred thousand a year. There you yeah. go.
3: Mm. Uh, oh, no question now about Mitch Moses' toughness. Uh, he played the last 70 minutes of Origin 3 with a back fracture. Um, before we chat about it, Satch uh, Noddy, Brett Camorley, uh had his – shared his thoughts. He thinks the Eels are going to struggle without him.
0: They're on fourth. They're on 28 points. And fifth is Roosters on 24 and Manly has sixth on 22. If you look at the next rounds, so they play the Roosters, South Sydney, Manly, Cowboys, Storm and Penrith. That's Mitchell. a tough Mo- run home. Yeah, it's it's tough, tough run yeah. home. So if Moses doesn't play, they potentially here a chance of going one from six or two from six, leading into a semi-final campaign where their season's been so so consistent. He's played State of Origin. They played pretty courageous last week, as you said, without both Origin mm. players. That was a massive win from them last week. But um, I, I don't think they can they can challenge the top sides without a Mitchell Moses in there running the game. Well, I don't think they can either, because mm. uh, I'll miss his kicking game. He's got the
4: biggest kick when it comes to distance, when you've got to get out of trouble and you just got to fire a bomb
3: off and, and get 60 or 70 metres, he's yeah. probably one of the very few. And Dylan Brown, I think, is not an organiser. It doesn't seem to be.
4: No, I'm led to believe with Dylan Brown, he's still only very young, but uh, learning the interest, intricacies of his position is he's finding very difficult. He just, just basically plays what hap, what he sees in front yeah. of him, which which you don't want to coach out of a player, but you also want to – teach them the understanding of your position and, and why you've got to get to certain positions on the field and try not to bore the listeners too much. But, but for more reports, they're struggling to try and get that facet of the game through to Dylan. Now, what I saw so last week... So he's not week, going to
3: steer the whole team around, is yeah, he? In yeah. In the short term. And
4: why are we getting to that position? I, I don't understand why we've got to get over yeah. there. So he's basically one of those players like he's in the backyard and, and mm. we love that about him. Now, I called the game last week against the Gold Coast. Dylan Brown was outstanding. And I thought it may have been without having Mitchell there that he had the ability to actually have a bit more of a controlling game. Okay. And he was pretty good. And he's still only very young. But can they get deep into the finals without Moses? I don't think they can. With this, I'm hearing it's just a like a stress fracture. And it's just get some comfort over those over the next week or two. You'd be surprised how, how quickly he can come yeah, back.
3: How quickly it could heal. Mm. Uh David Pango Jr. Uh, set to join Penrith on a, a short-term deal. or it, 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 This was talked about. Then they said it won't happen. Now, maybe again it will happen um, after another round of negotiations. Of course, he's joining uh, the Bulldogs as of 2022, we're pretty sure, for three years. Uh, but this might be tied up to uh, James Fisher-Harris returning home for the birth of his first child. Yeah. So he's going to be out for a few weeks. So, so he'll,
4: he'll, he'll, he'll go home, obviously, for the birth. And then if he wants to go when he comes back, he'll got to go under two weeks quarantine, I yeah. think. And then the time in between when he wants to spend with his partner and, and their child, it could be anywhere up to – it could be four weeks. Yeah. So yeah, it, it makes sense uh, if they can get to Vita Pengui Jr. It's not sitting well with, a lot of, with some, some journeys and some fans where they're saying, hang on a sec, the Broncos are coming last down the bottom of the ladder and he's going to be used for the back end of the season to a team who could possibly win a minor premiership. Is that fair? Like, we're weakening these teams. I mean, I wouldn't let him go for the Broncos. If, well, they, but, they, if, but they're
3: thinking about next year, aren't they? thinking we can blood someone else, you know take what? that spot.
4: Is a difference between coming last and second last, funny enough? I've won a wooden spoon before. It doesn't sit really well. When you've come second last, no one really cares, other than the immediate fans, of course. But as a player and as a coach, you don't want to get the wooden spoon. So you want your best players to avoid that. And Tavita Pengo Jr. on his day yeah. could be a player He's that a match could winner. avoid that.
3: Rightio. uh text here from Adrian from Dural. Caelan Ponga should stay in rugby league because he'd be long odds to make the All Blacks' first 15. Um, that's very arguable, Adrian. And uh, and where to for Moses Mboy, who seems like a lovely man, but he's only an average footballer worth $200,000 tops. Oh. He's a lovely guy. I think he's a very he's, good rugby league yeah, player. Yeah, he's I think, quite good. Quite I heavy. think
4: Moses is now really comfortable wearing a number 14 jersey, mm. and that actually becomes a really important part of your side. A lot of players struggle to accept that number 14 jersey and not really have a position in the side, but they're so important. In the side, the utility player now.
3: Laurie Lawrence waiting in the line. we better get to the break. Just before that, uh, Alex Carey, the new one-day skipper, led the charge with the bat for the Aussies. Smashed the Windies. Uh, Carey scored 67. We only made 252. Then Mitch Stark and, and Josh Hazelwood came in and just cleaned them up. Stark ended with 5 for 48 off 8. Josh Hazelwood, 3 for 11 of uh, his 8 overs, and they were bowled out for 123, the, uh, the West Indies. So... Um, seven new faces, three debutants: Wes Agar, Josh Philippi, and uh, Ben McDermott. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorento. Drive car of the year back soon with the great man, Laurie Lawrence. You're listening to
0: Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the Kia Sorento, Drive Car of the
3: Year. Yes, you are with Sports Day. Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler here with you. And our special guest is one of the the, the, the greatest um, Aussies of all time, Laurie Lawrence, uh, one of our, of course, our great national swimming coaches. And uh, a lot of people don't realise, uh, also um, former Wallaby. Yes. And, uh, and I think... Uh, you, be just as proud of this too, Laurie, founder of Kids Alive, Do The Five, and we keep seeing the ads. Um, there's a lot there on Mate, your resume, Laurie. That's probably Laurie. the best thing I've done.
1: Yeah, that's, that's probably the best thing I've done. The drowning stats mm. have come from uh, 63 down to 12 last year since we started over wow. a 20-year period.
3: Yeah. So well, we've
1: saved lots
3: of kids' lives. Yeah, absolutely outstanding. Done, yeah. Um, of course, the Olympics is, uh, well, they're officially getting underway on uh, on Friday, um, are, you, are you pumped up about those Can't games wait, from the, the swimming point of view?
1: I am. I am. I've got a couple of my assistant coaches, former assistant coaches, are over there as part of the team. Uh, and one of my ex-swimmers is over there coaching as well. So I've got a big interest in it. Mm. And uh, I go and visit Michael Bow, one of my former swimmers, quite often here on the Gold Coast or on the Gold Coast. And um, Emma McKeon, and there's kids there that I'm really looking forward to to watching swim. It, I think we got a good team.
4: Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Emma McKeon. I was going to ask you about her. Uh, anyway, you know Rio Olympics, she she won four medals, and then she's six at the last World Championships. They're saying that she could possibly match Michael Phelps' record haul from from Athens and and Beijing. Is she is she at a point of her career? You feel Laurie, where she can really stake a claim?
1: Well, look, to be honest with you, bowley has been nursing her along pretty much because she's got uh she's had shoulder problems um, she's the perfect specimen for swimming mate. she's tall young lady, beautiful build long lean and i said uh, I said to Bowley and her mate if you want to win this Olympic gold medal, you need to be stronger. That's the only thing you need to be so every time I see her." i jumped jump down on the pool deck and do half a dozen push-ups and <laughs> make her do them with me. <laughs> Just to bring home the point, you know, you've got to get stronger yeah, because that's the only difference. And uh, then bowley has been nursing her, so he's pulled her out of the 200 freestyle. She'll still be in the 200 freestyle because uh, really late from us because she's in one or two of the uh, top three or four swimmers in the 200 freestyle in the world. But too big a program she's got Mm. the butterfly she's got the 100 freestyle she's got three relays the 100 the four by 100 medley relay and the four by 200 so with the shoulder the way it is he's nursing her. he said a couple of gold medals are better than six silvers or and two bronze or something so he's pretty smart astute young coach bowling he's good
4: are you like many of us Laurie and and can't wait to see the battle in the pool between Ariane Titmus and and Katie Ledecky? Oh, oh, mate, it's going to be...
1: It's murder in the pool. And (laughs) Ledecky is sort of... uh, Well, she's been on top of the world since 2012. So she's been there for eight years. Only been beaten once in eight years in any event. Mm. And that was by Titmus at the last World Championships. But Kitmas is on the ascendancy now, and Ledecky, in my opinion, is going down.
3: One of the um, U.S. swimmers, I think she's a backstroker, has claimed that they'll win, the U.S. will win every women's gold medal. Are you surprised to hear that from Americans? Oh, that'd
1: probably be... The backstroker, maybe Regan Smith might have said that, or maybe even the L- breaststroker. Lily King? Uh, is Lily it? King. Yes, breaststroker. Lily King. Sorry. Lily King, I would say, won't be beaten. She is a gun, mm. breaststroker. but um, And she'll be the backstayer of their 4 by 100 medley relay. But, I mean, the US could start now and they won't beat us in the 4 by 100 freestyle relay for women. <laughs> I'll tell Good there. stuff. They can dive in now. We'll give them a we'll give them a day start.
3: <laughs> well, that's someone who's had a lot of Olympic experience, and I know you were one of the Olympic swim coaches in uh, what LA 84, 88, 80, 92. But before that, your your first experience I've read with the Aussie Olympics team was when they trained at your your dad's pool in Townsville, and you were a young bloke watching Dawn Fraser and Murray yeah. Rose and John. They were just superstars, weren't they, back then?
1: Oh, mate, they were the days. I mean. I was a young young whippersnapper, and I had to get out of my bed because in those days, uh, there was no money in the sport like there is today, and the Townsville people had to billet the swimmers to train up there. Right. And we billeted John Henricks. John Henricks won the 100 freestyle in 1956 uh, for Australia. He's one of a cup handful of uh, swimmers who have won the 100 freestyle. He won it. Johnny Devitt won it in Controversy. The Yanks reckon they beat him, but uh, they never. And then we had the next is Michael Wendon. yeah. And now our latest latest champion is Kyle Chalmers, who's Mm. over there to race again.
4: I love Kyle Chalmers' comment about that. He said, "I want to be part of the greatest races in history." And I I love that vision. Love the focus. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's made his humble. He's got everything. Now it will be the part of the greatest race in history particularly now that Popovici, the Romanian kids, come through, um, because he's, he swims the race like charmers. He's a back-end swimmer. He just keeps coming, just keeps... His technique is just poetry, mate, poetry. And uh, Caleb Dressel, he'll be smashing out in front, but his, his starts and his turns are unbelievable. He'll be underwater for eight or ten... Butterfly dolphins at each end. He, that's where he makes a lot of ground, and then it's pure power, absolute power. He's a uh, he's a sprinter. The fifty, I think he'll win. Caleb Dressel, I don't think we can touch him there, but uh, we'll give him a bit of a hurry up in the hundred style.
4: Now in COVID times, Laurie, let's 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 think that Dustin uh, uh, Duncan Armstrong has just won the two hundred in in Tokyo in 2021, and there's COVID rules about how close you can get to people, would have Laurie Lawrence still got behind the medal celebration and started yelling out to him? Would he still still push the boundaries, do you think?
1: Oh, mate, that's conjecture now, isn't it? It's purely conjecture. I might have met him in the pool because chlorine kills germs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so out of all those amazing swimmers that you've mentioned, and maybe others, you know John Stephen and Duncan Armstrong and oh, Stevie, and, and, and those wow. and Steve, all and all those great swimmers you coach, is there is there is there one that stands out as you know for you the greatest Olympic moment?
1: The greatest Olympic moment.
3: Well, the one oh, that you were geez. involved with.
1: That I was personally involved with. Yeah. Um, oh, mate. The biggest tragedy, as far, but I wasn't. I stopped coaching uh, twelve months before the '76 Olympics in Montreal. The biggest tragedy was Stephen Holland not winning that 1500.
2: Mm.
1: Where uh, that that cut deep. That one, because uh, I'd got married, had a one-year-old baby, and was just I couldn't I couldn't afford to keep coaching Stephen Holland. There was no money in it at all, and I went back to school teaching. And, um, Colin went and trained in America with Brian Goodell and, uh, f- over there, and they got all his programs, everything. He- they saw how hard he trained. Um, and then Goodell started to lift his standard. And, like, Le- Goodell finished up beating him mm. in, uh, 1500 over there. Stephen made a tactical mistake. He went out too slow. Stephen wasn't a, a uh, He'd, he should, the type of swimmer that he was, he could go out at 100 miles an hour, swim 59 for the first lap, first 100, and he'd still be doing 59 at the end of it. Mm. And uh, he went out too slow. He went out in 204 for the 200. Well, for him, that was girls' pace, that was ladies' pace. That's what the women were going out in. Whereas, and I'm not denigrating the ladies there because the difference between, I know, the difference between men and women um, is body shape and strength. You know, the boat, the way the boat's shaped. That's why Emma McKeon is going to be tough to beat over there because mm. she's got the body shape. So it's going to be, well, made. I can't wait to look at some of these things and see how uh, Katinka Hosu, the Hungarian uh, iron lady, who went to four Olympic Games before she won any Olympic gold medals and then cleaned them up. At the World Championships and the last Olympics, well, she's racing our Kaylee McEwen in the 200 metres backstroke. So, and McEwen just broke the world record recently. Mm. Um, so it's going that's going to be a great race. McEwen is is great underwater. She's 11 strokes underwater off every backstroke turn, which is absolutely unbelievable. So, mate, when you see the 200 backstroke coming, turn the TV on. Sit down, get yourself a beer, and, uh,
3: <laughs> great and
1: celebrate, celebrate. Yeah,
4: as you will be, Laurie, you're advice. one of the most passionate Aussies, and you're synonymous with the Olympics. And uh, yeah, wish we could sit alongside you and watch a lot of these uh, these swimming events uh, with the upcoming Olympics. And hey, listen, good luck, uh, continue great work with uh, Kids Alive. Do the five. Oh, mate.
1: Thanks, mate. I wish I could. I'd be over there to recite the poem that I've recited to the the team for the last eight Olympics.
3: Can you give us a bit you, of it mate, now,
0: Laurie?
1: Uh, yeah, I will. It's time to turn good into greatness. It's a biggie old mates and we're in it. It's happened. You're here and you're champions. There's gold in the air. You can win it. You're sitting out there and you're sucking in air and your heart's in your mouth. I can tell it. Hey, mate, I'm talking to you. This is Laurie True Blue. There's gold in the air. Can't you smell it? You've done the hard yard. You're the cream of the crop. You're a fighter. You're focused. You'll pump till you drop. And tomorrow you'll churn and the water will boil as you rip at the air and you tear at the soil. Now go out and blitz them. But in no doubt, it's for Australia to win. Let the animal out. And mate... We've got a few animals over there this
3: time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, great stuff, stuff Laurie. Well, I want to go and find a pool now. Good on you, mate. It's, uh, it's a pleasure talking to you. We are, we are very privileged to be able to speak to you before, uh, just before the Olympics kick off. And thanks so much for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, mate. Oh, isn't he great? Laurie Lawrence, uh, octogenarian, Sats. And uh, just, he's got so much energy. What a champion. And uh, What's an
4: octogenarian? Uh, he's 80. Oh, okay.
3: There you go. Yeah. He's uh, in a very, very fit and healthy and uh, clever one as well. This is Sports Day for the Kia Cerando Drive Car of the Year. I know you enjoyed that. Hopefully you'll enjoy, enjoy our hot
0: topic coming up next. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorrento, Drive car of the year. Sports Day news headlines. For Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, Badge and Sats with Sports Day and,
4: yeah, the news headlines. And the biggest news, of course, just been announced. She's last, done it. Yeah, three or four minutes. Brisbane will host the 2032 Olympic Games official. Just announced by the International Olympic Committee. Ooh, who would have thought? Yeah. Anastasia, you've done it. I'm reading some of the, the tweets, actually, directly after it and saying, congratulations, well done. Uh, weren't you the the only horse in a one-horse race?
2: Yeah, who did we beat? Sorry. who came
4: Everyone second. else. I loved your excitement when it was announced. I they
3: was were, they were so scared they didn't even get to the final stage, all there's, those other countries.
4: There's some saying that the borders are closed, don't come back. <laughs> who to? Yeah. To Anastasia.
3: Oh, um, she's... She has just given the biggest boost in the arm to Australian sport, probably ever. This will be bigger than Sydney. You're so good. You it reckon? is amazing. These games. I can't wait. I'm excited. Incredible. Twenty, and there'll be crowds. Hopefully by then. Um, hopefully, this is. Uh, hopefully, this is huge. I and I look at. I looked at the celebrations too, and the the crowds of people jumping up and down in uh, in Brisbane and on the Gold Coast. Um, it, it was like New Year's Eve. You know how you don't know. You, you don't really know New Year's Eve is going to happen. <laughs> The anyway. <laughs> Jeez, they,
2: got, they got lucky, though, didn't they, with the fireworks? Like they were lucky they had those on standby because they went off around Brisbane River. Yep. Um, Gee, you're cynical. Oh, you are I know so how cynical, Woogie. Hey, how's the rowing going to be on Brisbane River? Fast. Just mm. follow the green fish? Is that what you do? To,
3: It'll be cleaned out by four, then. That, that's been eyes. getting cleaned up. And it's... it's there's, oh, it's a horrible. There's a nice parts sore, there isn't? that it looks very blue. Because they've got this blue fence along, used to have it along, <laughs> along king, Kingsworth Smith Drive and as you drove past, you thought, it looks blue there. <laughs>
2: Boys, question without notice, who lights the flame in 2032? Oh. Wally Lewis. Wally Lewis.
3: He's not an Olympian. doesn't matter. He's the well, king. Well,
1: it does. Oh, it'll Can't be matter.
3: Doesn't. She'll do it. Who's Who's Queensland's greatest Olympian?
2: Uh, Dawn Fraser? Queensland's Queensland. Queensland.
3: Well, oh, she's not from Queensland.
2: No, she's not. No, she's not. Queensland's greatest. Kathy Philippi. Freeman.
3: Kathy Freeman. She'd have to be a great chance. Well, she's done it before, hasn't she? Um, Who else is there? Yeah, she's already done it. Yeah. yeah. She'll be part of the relay. Um, hey, listeners, text
2: us 0477 736 736. This is something we've got to work out. Are they born yet?
3: Yeah, that'll yeah, cool. how many yeah, well, years is it? Eleven. Eleven yeah. years away. We'll I think Anastasia it. Palaszczuk should. I mean, it absolutely <laughs> without her. Absolutely. is a, think a, a leader idea. amongst leaders.
2: Do you know? Uh, a few years ago, she said, "I we we shan't be bidding for the Olympics," and then as soon as she got some money from elsewhere, she goes, "We're in." She tricked you.
3: Mm. And <laughs> she got everyone. It's good news. Off guard. It is big news. Great news. And that's the. Uh, the news headlines get Rage of confidence for the uh, the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. If you can't get Anastasia to light the the cauldron, is
2: she the mascot, the giant mascot, like the Matilda in yeah the kangaroo with, yeah. with the big
4: winking eye? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Like the lazy imagine, eye.
2: Imagine Anastasia with a big eye just <laughs> stuck shut.
3: Um, uh, is tal- that it? Is that all we're going to talk about it for the next eleven years, or are we going to We'll I love we, it. go we, back to the current Olympics soon. I love it. What?
2: What do you mean? Are yeah. we going to be working for the next 11 years? I shan't be. No, I it. mean,
3: you know, well, now that now the Tokyo Games is on. we'll go, Let's kind of go back there. The footy's on. Text here, can we go back to a bit of footy for a sec, Sats? Are you still on Olympics? No, you yeah, okay. uh, go. Adrian from Dural. Uh, no, he said, no, that's, no, that's, I've already read that one out, haven't we? Um, there was one here from Sporty yeah, Gav. Sporty Gav. What's he got? Hi, Badge and Sats, the Knights have already tried playing
4: Calum Ponger at 5'8", and it didn't work. A little bit a couple older. couple of years ago, yeah. yeah. a little bit more mature. He is good at fullbacks and they did to persevere. Also, Sats, what was it like playing against the Chief? It was a nightmare, Sporty Gav. Chief was, is, if anyone who does it has never met Paul Harrigan, you have Badge, you know him well. Great guy. I saw him actually a couple of weeks ago, actually, on the Gold Coast. Last week. No, it was Origin, actually. Mm. Third Origin. He's the quietest, most humble man off the field. But he's one of, one of those guys that when he crossed, he put the mouth guard in, and it flicked the switch at the back of his head, and he turned into a bit of a lunatic. He made it personal. He, Everyone that was in the opposition jersey, he made it personal that he was going to dominate you the best way he can. He comes mm. from Curry Curry, where my dad was born. and all. The, it must be a Curry Curry thing that you turn into a lunatic when you when you put the mouth guard the in. They
3: go against the biggest bloke and try to smash. You used to do that, that's so <laughs> He was six. For, I wasn't what, joking was, when I said I know three. you got him with a good shot one day. You've told me this story before. You need to tell it again because it's <laughs> no, because it sounds like I'm
4: talking about no, myself. no, it it's doesn't. You, you
3: got a good shot on him because he dip he used to dip pretty low, didn't he? As Last time he, he used to, to he used give, to give try you a bit of a off with the elbows and knees, and, and you came in sort of side on and and chin. I got him, him
4: off a kick off. I got him with, right on the chin with my shoulder. And, and back then you were
3: allowed and, to, and and now you would be at least yeah. ten in the bin inside. And and it, it dropped
4: him, and he got up, and he was he was he was in another universe, and, and I was standing at second marker, and Craig Greenhill the other front row, oh big Knuckles, yeah, playing at Penrith, he was standing at first marker, and Chief stood up, and he was he had cobwebs everywhere, he didn't know where he was, and he looked at Knuckles, Craig Greenhill, he said, "That's it, you're done. I'm chasing you for the rest of the game." <laughs> it's Knuckles, See, I know no, it, was it wasn't him. even me. <laughs> yeah.
3: You're getting back bit of a uh, replay, yeah. Okay, mm. all righty. Um, well, we're all excited, of course, because uh, well, not only the, the Olympic Games starting officially on Friday, uh, Australia, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Southeast Queensland will host the 2032 Olympic Games it. as just announced by the boss of the world, Anastasia Palaszczuk. We'll uh, we'll get to a break. Uh, back very soon bit more to cover we got our uh, we got our hot topic We've got other stuff And more of your Texts, badge and sats On Sports Day For the Kia Sorento Drive Car of the Year
0: You're listening to Sports Day Have your say By dropping badge and sats A text 0477 736 736 That's 0477 736 736 This is Sports This Day. is Sports we'll Day With back. badge and sats For Kia The Kia Sorento Drive Car of the Year
1: now, Hot Topic time.
3: Well, our Hot Topic was going to be around our favourite Olympic moment of all time. We've got a few lined up here, but uh, we've gone off track and we're talking about who should light <laughs> the flame uh, and some – some <laughs> a few no, – you, you tossed up Wally Lewis. Wally.
1: Well, he's, There's
3: he's no an argument. Olympian.
1: doesn't matter. Does not have king.
3: to be? Um, well, Susie O'Neill. Yes, outstanding.
4: And I'm going to say it doesn't have to be
3: a Queenslander. He, no, Kathy no.
4: Freeman lived in Sydney, yes. of course. I'm going to say it has to be Anne Thorpe. Has what, to be. What,
3: you've just done three, and you've said have to be each yeah, time. Are did, they yeah. all sharing it, <laughs> or Alfie could be, Alfie. Could be. Alfie. or Alfie? Now, what, if, what? It might be a young athlete who's who's just come. It might. It, it might be Emma McKeon or Ariana Titmus. Have Titmus have an amazing Olympics, and they could be lighting what? the flame in 12 years' time, 11 yeah. years' time. What? <laughs> Well, you tossed up Greg Norman. You told well, me I, I didn't then. toss Greg just, Norman up at all. No, Greg where? Norman <laughs> volunteered himself. You said you were questioning where he would carry the torch. Whether it's in his hand? Well, he's been practicing. He's well, he uses had, the
2: torch. He's I had think. a
3: practice run. He saw this coming. I like Bindi Irwin. Bindi Irwin.
2: You're not no, no, you not Irwin. Do to you think she should carry involved. the Don't torch like or you just like she her? She should light the flame.
3: Very good. Mm. Very I Australian. I don't think so. Oh,
2: it'd be Anastasia Palaszczuk. It'd be a giant blow up of her.
4: The
3: Ian Thorpe. It should be the Anastasia. It
2: could be Thorpey. Five Olympic gold medals, youngest
4: world, male world champion and individual of, he just, youngest Australian athlete in
3: the Olympics. Would he be too old by then? Too old to light it. 11 years time. No, he'd be right.
2: I like where you go. who is the greatest Olympian of the modern era? Apart from Cathy, apart from Thorpey, is anyone else in that mix? When you look at Summer Olympics, when you look at Olympics
4: and the amount of medals overall medals, Susie O'Neill, I think, is ranked like third of all time, or something like our that. Our swimmers
3: are right up there, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Our swimmers have been outstanding. Libby Trickett, mm-hmm. won, she had triple won a gold medalist. We
4: seem to forget about Licky uh, Lisa Jones. <laughs> Licky Jones, Licky
3: Trickett, Libby Trickett. Easy for you to say. Mm. we well, we'll toss some of these great <laughs> moments up now before we. Tie our tongues up even more. Yep. Uh, I want to I want to. up as these, uh, my favourite Olympic moment of all time. One of them is uh, Kieran Perkins in 1996 uh, tr- going to defend his 1,500-metre tr- uh, title that he'd won in Barcelona, mm-hmm. but he was in bad shape, slowest qualifier, lane eight, crook feeling sick as a dog that morning, uh, but lined up and just dived in and just left them for dead. Here, uh, Here's the end of it. One of the great swims of all
2: time. Kieran Perkins to get the time. This is all about courage. You are seeing the best of the best. You are a superstar, Kieran Perkins. Save of the moment, Australia. And look at Kowalski coming for the silver. Go, Kowalski. Kowalski coming after Smith. We'll bring Perkins in. About 15 metres to swim. This is rare gold. Go, the Kowalski. best kind of gold. Perkins goes
3: in first. What a great win. Amazing that was a great win. What a uh, Yeah, the best part. It, I mean, Dennis
4: Cometti and, and Neil Brooks there, the commentators, are amazing. But the great part about that also is that he went straight over to Daniel Kowalski's lane. Because that was Daniel Kowalski's moment.
3: Yeah, we thought so. He Everyone was going in so. as the
4: favourite. Yeah. Went straight over and congratulated him because they got a 1-2 for Australia. Can I say, um, still today, and we, we were lucky enough to speak to Laurie Lawrence, and he coached this great man, Duncan Armstrong, in 1988 in Seoul, Duncan Armstrong winning the 200 metres. 30 minutes. The story behind that is what's most important. He's used to swing twenty kilometres a day, Duncan Armstrong. He went in as about the fifth favourite um, in relation to world rankings, but they had this game plan. They're going up against Matt Biondi, the great American, six foot six, yeah. and Holmets as well. And he was coming third at the one hundred and fifty metre mark. But if anyone can remember that race, he just sat on the shoulder of Matt Biondi in the in the lane next to him and just basically body surfed off his off his massive wave that uh, that came off Biondi came third he was running third after 150 meters in the last twenty five meters the amount of energy that he was able to save by body surfing and he just swallowed Matt Biondi and Holmets in the end. It was oh, to me today it's my favorite origin moment of all time. Uh, Olympic moment. Yes. An Olympic moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he could probably play Origin as well, well Duncan.
3: Is it as good as this one? The four hundred meters in Sydney, the pressure was all on Cathy Kathy Freeman. She'd lit the flame. She was the face of the games for Australia. Uh, there was a lot of drama in the lead up to it, uh, and uh, but she came out and did this.
1: Into the straight, Graham leads. Freeman runs up to
0: her. Mary inside. Cathy lifting. Goes up to Graham. Takes the lead. Looks a winner. Draws away from Graham and Mary. This is a famous victory. A magnificent performance. What a legend. What a champion.
3: What a call. Bruce McEvaney, and it was an outstanding moment. Time for one more, Sats, before we get to the break. Sally Pearson was great, but who
4: can forget the 2000 Olympics? Four x 100 men's freestyle. And again, that man we're talking about, Ian Thorpe, storms home to beat the Americans. Yes.
2: Now he's digging deep. The crowd is roaring. Their hero is coming
1: on. Will it be a fairy tale? Thorpe is coming out after the hall.
2: They're matching strokes now. Thorpe unturns with Hall. They've got about 15 metres to swim. Thorpe is over, Hall again, Hall and Thorpe, Thorpe's in
1: front,
0: Thorpe and Hall, Thorpe goes in, Australia win, new world record, we have just, the Australians have just broken the American stranglehold on this race, the roof is lifting off this stadium.
3: Incredible stuff. Better get to the break. Badge and sats. There'll be more of those moments coming up very soon As in the Tokyo Olympics, without crowds, albeit. And the great news, Brisbane has won the rights to host the 2032 Olympics.
0: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back.